You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Having a family can be an expensive thing to do. You can go down to one income when one partner takes time off to look after the baby. But in this time, the bills keep coming in. Sometimes the credit card comes out more often than you'd like it to. So how can we reduce our credit card debt, particularly when it saves us from having perhaps our phone or electricity cut off? Effie Zahos is the editor of Money Magazine, and she's here to help us out. Hi, Effie. How are Hello. you? Hello. I'm well. Now, look, I do know the answer to this, but I, I'd like you to reiterate it. How harmful is credit card debt? How harmful has it been for you? Yeah, pretty harmful. <laughs> pretty harmful. Look, we owe about $32 billion on credit cards. So the average Aussie owes about $4,200. And it is a monkey on your back. And it's interesting, moving in different generations, I think Gen X is very used to having credit card debt because it was like, wow, you're 18, bang, here's your credit card. And it's interesting to note people associate their credit card limit as their money. Yes, yeah. I don't understand yeah. that. I'm not maxed out. No, I can still go up to 2000 Yeah, I've got 2000 I can spend it. And we kind of pay it off, feel great, and then, oh, my credit card's empty again. Fill it up again. And, and it's just this vicious cycle. You actually want to get to a stage where if you can use credit during the interest-free period, then great. You can maximize your points, and, and it's free money in a sense. I think the longest you can get is 62 days interest-free on your credit card. But most of us don't play it right, and most of us do get burnt by credit cards, and it's just that emotional roller coaster of trying to pay it off, and then you try and pay that off, and another bill comes, and so on. I have a pretty simple plan here. The first thing you've got to do if you are finding yourself in a credit card situation that you're not enjoying, that you feel guilty, that's keeping you up at night, there's no point trying to pay it off if you don't have an emergency fund set up. Because you start paying it off, then something happens, bang, I've got to load it up again. And you feel, it's like a diet where you kind of have a binge and then you regret it. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of thing. Totally right. So yeah, the, the way to stop that is have a little emergency fund on the side. And that could take a couple of weeks or all months to set up. That's okay. Then you know you've got that buffer. Then you need to have a look and just say, okay, what debt do I have? And I don't care which way you go. I personally like paying off the the, the small debt first because you feel like you can tick it off and you feel great and it gives you that emotional empowerment. Some people say you should pay the debt with the highest interest rate first, which makes great financial sense. But you might have 20000 on that debt and the small debt may only be 2000 So you can see the emotional kind of empowerment you have. Yes, I've paid that off, then I'll move to the next one. So either pay the high interest rate first or your small debt first. Once, And that will take a while. So the first thing is set your emergency fund, have a good look and see your debts and prioritize the order you want to pay them. You can get some help. There are balance transfer cards. Be careful. There's a lot of traps there. So what are balance transfer cards? It means you can take your debt at 18% and move it to a zero interest free card. And watch out because at Christmas time, leading up to Christmas, there's going to be a flood of these cards out there. I think the highest one is like 18 months interest free, which is crazy. You can buy something today and pay nothing. But check what the revert rate is and what the annual fee is. What's a revert rate? Okay, so a revert rate is what is the interest rate it goes to after the promotional period? Oh, yeah, right. And if you don't pay it off during that interest-free period, you're going to be slapped with a, you know, a, an extraordinary amount of interest there. If you're using it to refinance, that's one way. You do have other options. Hate to, to do it always like this, but if you've got redraw in your home loan, that's cheap debt. That's around 4% your home loan. 
redraw, pay your credit card off, but pay extra on your home loan. So there are a couple of ways. If you are in a huge mess, go see a financial counsellor. They are for free. Google that. There's one in each state and they can help you get a budget under control. You've got to remember this. If you are sticking to the minimum repayments, an average debt of around 4200 400 whatever, will take you 31 years to pay off. Wow. I know. It's crazy. It's more than the mortgage. And over $15,000 in interest you'll pay back. Holy moly. I know. And, and that's the monkey on your back. I mean, mm. if you are listening to this and thinking, oh, that's me, ask yourself, how long have I had credit card debt for? How long have I been paying off this card for? And if it has been several years, it's time to change your behavior. And that's why that emergency fund is so important. And then when you get a little bit comfortable, start thinking, I will never use credit again. So how do I stop that? Set up some buckets. And I don't care which way, so many different people. I know Scott Pate likes a a bucket system, I think of 60... Uh, 2020, um, 60 for fixed costs, 20 for splurging, 20 for, for savings. Other people do a different ratio. I have a bucket account, so I spent a dry Saturday afternoon <laughs> with a stiff drink and um, sat down and went through everything. And I, when I mean everything, everything from, you know, if I'm pay TV, the internet, the phone bills, the kids' school fees, Worked it all out and realized this is how much money I spend per year. And then I created my buckets. And with your bank account these days, with free, free banking, you can have seven or eight accounts. They don't care. It doesn't cost you anything. So when I get paid, it goes automatically, bang, into all those buckets. And from there, the buckets then go off, either it's investing or paying bills and so on. It happens automatically. And this is the thing with savings. You've got to make it automatic. We are so geared for short-term benefits than seeing the long-term picture. Mm. Wow. I have I have to pause a moment there and just think about all those things you suggested. You're listening to Kindling Conversation and I'm speaking with Effie Zahos, who's the editor of Money Magazine. Effie, I'm wondering what you think of the cards that are, they operate like credit cards, but they're savings cards. So you can't go into debt on them. I had this fantasy that I would pay off my credit card and my husband would pay off his and then we'd just get those yeah, savings cards yep. um, that we could still use as credit. But I, in the last minute, I freaked out. I was like, this is not going to work. There are so many times when, because his income is unsteady. Yes, yes. There are so many times where I'm like, no, I'm going to take my daughter to the doctor. I don't care what it costs, blah. Um is that the ultimate goal, do you think, to have that kind of system where you know that there's no way of you going into debt? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was trying to get with that emergency fund. Mm. Don't feel bad if you can't get here till in a year. That's okay because you won't get there if you don't have that emergency fund because, like you said, you you know, you, your kids do fall sick and, and I don't want to wait for bulk billing. I, I need to get them to a doctor straight away. So, you know, out comes a credit card. There's nothing wrong if you feel there's a security blanket that you need of a limit of 500 or 1,000. But you want to get to that stage where you are using your own money. So you're talking about your your debit, Visa and MasterCards, which are great because you can shop online, um, you can shop in stores, but you are using your money. Sounds great, sounds easy, but you need your money. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, exactly. And that is the case of knocking out your credit card debt and trying to... Trying not to feel that you need to rely on credit. And if you are spending money on credit, go back to why am I spending? 
I caught up with one reader who confided in me and she said she spent $60,000 on a credit card, had set credit cards, had set up a private PO box. So the statements were going there. Her partner didn't know. Oh, dear. Yeah. And they were going to uh, get a joint home loan. And she asked me, will they know I have these credit cards? Wow. Will they know? Absolutely. And that's a conversation that you're going to have to have with your partner as well. But she was spending because she she realized she got an emotional satisfaction out of buying things. It gave her a high. There are reasons why we do get into debt. And sometimes it's more complicated than we like to think. And that's why I say get some help. Go to a financial counselor and maybe address the issue or why am I spending. If it is a case of I'm just, I don't earn enough. You know, there's no magic formula. you either got to earn more or spend less. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> two two <laughs> things. Brutal reality coming it into is. play there. Yeah. And, and so in terms of this bigger picture, I'm assuming that budgeting is going to, like you were saying, to yeah. have firstly to, if you can, have that little emergency account mm. and then to have have pay off your card. The word budget just makes it's me have chivers down. Yeah, it is boring, <laughs> it right? Because you have to count every yeah. dollar and cent. Am yeah. I right? Or? Yeah. It, I, I, I do like budget night in a federal level. <laughs> <laughs> but budgeting, it, it, sound, it is so boring. But if you get it and set it up like those buckets I was saying, you only really need to do it once a year. Um, and it also allow you to see, like I said before, you either need to spend less or earn more. Spending less. You can earn more by spending less in the sense of have you got the right plans? Your three biggest areas, obviously, your mortgage. If you're paying more than 4%, you can do better. I mean, I think the cheapest rate's around 3.6, 3.8. You've got instant savings on your mortgage there. I think on a, a half a million dollar mortgage of about 0.5%, you'd save $190 per month in repayments. There's $190 that you can use elsewhere. So your mortgage is big. Your um, IT, so when I mean IT, your, your um, uh, uh, broadband, uh, if your kids have got phones, what plans are they on? You can get plans now for $30 a month, if not even less, $5 a week. So sometimes don't go with the big brands, you know, and without putting them, you know, out there, but your big brands, your mobile players, they actually have carriers with other smaller players. So you're still on the same platform. You're still on the same network provider, still giving you the same quality, but at a fraction of the price, you've got big savings there. And, you know, with all the streaming that's happening now, if you're still paying pay TV, and I'll be honest, I have got pay TV and it kills me every time I have to pay that. It's got to come off. It's my husband who wants the sports, but you know, now we can, you know, stream for $10 a month. Why am I paying, you know, pay TV? So I've already found some savings there in just three areas. So have a quick sprinkling. Energy. Energy is huge. In, in Sydney, our energy prices are set to go by another $300 over the next 12 months. Ah. Exactly. Now, if you do lock in or, or, or look at an energy provider, you'll be able to save money there. So I locked in for two years and found huge savings in my bill. So 15% off each month. There are so many comparison sites out there. So have a look and just see the easiest way to get some cash back is just those areas that I was talking about. And then ways to make money other than asking your boss for a pay rise. Good luck on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I just ask before I let you go, Effie, we are heading into Christmas time. Yes. Um, And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people get their credit cards out at that point. 
Have you got any advice on how to handle that kind of temptation to yes. use more credit in the lead up to Financial Christmas? Financial hangover. Remember, January come, your statement will come, and that will slap the reality back into you. Remember, you've got to pay this all back that you're spending. So try and remember that. We are coming up to it. There are a lot of cards, if you must, if you must use credit, there are cards coming out, if not, they're already here, where it's 0% on purchases, and they range from, say, 12 to, like I said, 18. They're pretty good to have a look at if you must have credit. You know, you can make gifts. Don't feel embarrassed making gifts. I'm very happily receive food on Christmas Day if you want to come past my house <laughs> and give it to me. Um, it is a case of even shopping a little bit now. We've still got some paydays left. Um, and, and, you know, these uh, online, there's so many special deals. Just, just remember you have to pay this back. And it's one day. It's not your money. Yeah, absolutely. It's not your money. Effie, thank you so much thank for you. your time. That's Effie Zahos. She's the editor of Money Magazine. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.